Hey everyone, my name is Megan and welcome back to the What's Your Why podcast. Today's episode is our Mother's Day special. It's going to have way more of my voice in it than usual and it's going to be split into two different segments. So for the first 15 minutes or so, it's going to be taken over by many different people that are here to share stories about their own mom and what their journey of being a mom has been like. And then for the second half of this episode, I'm really thankful to say that it's going to be taken over by some of the people that my mom adored. They've so courageously agreed to share the impact that my mom has had on their life. My mom isn't here today for me to interview personally, so this is the closest thing I can get to it. This episode is dedicated to my own mom, Anna McMahon, and to all of the moms out there that have had an impact on people around them, or that are still having an impact on people around them. I'm going to pass over to Glenn, who's going to start us off by talking about his mom. Hey there, my name is Glenn Christie, and my mum's name is Jane Christie. And love my mum. The tattoo there is actually the writing of my mum on my last birthday card from her before she passed away two years ago. So very special, but it's just a reminder of time for me. That's why I keep it under my watch. And I'm really grateful to be able to answer some of these questions. Um, One of my favorite memories of my mum was uh, traveling back home to Scotland to see where she was born in Aberdeen. It was special because it was just her and I. um, And I got to meet my grandparents, but it was this trip where I got to see the strength of my mum. Yeah, and I got to see that many times throughout her life. She was a very strong woman who really held our family together. Something that I would take with me into my life is about giving back. My mum was always about making sure that uh, others were looked after and um, yeah, she always just had a social conscience and that was important. It wasn't, life wasn't all about her. Um, and I think that life is way more fulfilling when when we do things for others. If I could thank my mum for anything now, I suppose I'd say thank you for everything. Thank you for having the patience with me when I was a diva toddler and wanted to bring 50 pairs of shoes into play school. Thank you for the patience you had with me as a child. Thank you for the patience you had with me as a teenager, as a rebellious teenager that kicked and screamed. Thank you for the patience that you've had with me since becoming a mom and the guidance that you've given me. With my own children, if I'm half the mother you are, I will be extremely proud. One lesson my mom has taught me my whole way through life is that if you can count your true friends on one hand, that you're absolutely blessed. And as a teen and growing up, I was like, no, I need loads of friends, I need all the friends. But since becoming a mom and the older I've gotten, I have now realized that she is in fact right and it is all about quality over quantity. My favorite memory with my mom would have to be my wedding morning and getting ready in my mom's room and putting my wedding dress on in my mom's room, the room that I went into every single morning as a child and jumped into the bed beside her. Um, and her face seeing me in the dress, it will be forever etched in my memory. It's definitely my favorite memory with my mum. Megan asked me to make a video about what it means to be a man. I have three daughters. I have Roisin, Moira and Faye. Um, to be a mum to me is, it's everything. 
it's all I ever wanted, it's all I am, it's very hard to let them go. It's very hard to watch them go, even when they're happy and able, it's, it is hard. And uh, that's the part I find the most difficult. They all live away now and they come home when they can, but I do miss them dreadfully. My name is Lindsay Bennett and my mum's name is Leslie. My favourite memory with my mum has to be when we were both lying in her bed when she was really ill near the end of her life and we lay in bed watching Brendan Grace videos and just laughing and laughing and laughing for the whole day and it was just such a happy memory. So good to see her smiling because she had obviously gone through so much at that stage. The thing that I have to say I miss most about mom is definitely her support, her knowledge in everything. And if she didn't know something, which wasn't very often, she would go to the ends of the earth to work it out. And obviously thanks to dad too. Definitely miss her support and her knowledge. What I love most about her is kind of like that as well, that, you know, she was a problem solver. I would absolutely thank her for helping me with all the problems that she helped me solve, which is why sometimes I find it very hard to go through what I go through on my own because I know how supportive and how amazing she would be through everything that has happened the last couple of years. I admired so much her compassion that she had for other people and her generosity in helping them. And she never seemed to judge. You know, she taught us to, you know, to accept people. This highlight I think of being a mother is that like, you're never alone and you will always have someone to love. And I think the low part of being a mom sometimes is when you've really tried to give them the best and they're just having like days where they're being naughty or they're just not grateful or they haven't helped you and they already know maybe that you're stressed. My favorite thing about being a mum is just like getting to hang out with your little best friends and you know just watch them growing up and see them you know, doing such amazing things that you know that they have learned from something that you've done or they've watched you doing. Although obviously there's lots of bad things that you're just like, uh-oh, <laughs> they may have learned that one from me too. And yeah, what am I proud about myself most on this journey? That's like a really good question. I'm quite proud that we all still have 10 fingers and 10 toes. <laughs> I'm proud that I've always kept a roof over our heads. I'm proud that I've always paid the bills. I'm proud that I've always had been able to keep clothes in our backs and food in our bellies. Yeah, that I've managed to keep them still alive. All our friends and anyone that we ever brought was always welcomed in. I know that my friends really appreciated that and I always really appreciated that too. What's your favourite thing about being a mum? Getting them to do jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I suppose seeing, um, seeing the type of people that they're turning into. What's your mum's name? My mum's name is Dolly. Well, we call her Dolly. What's her name, Nina? Dolores. 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 Um, I don't know how to say it properly. We call her, we call her Dolly. Uh, what does your mom mean to you? My mom means 
the world to me. She is my best friend and she is now my kid's best friend too. She is my source of safety and comfort. She just makes everything better. Anytime my mama ever went away for like a night or like a even even if she just was going out for a couple hours with her friends she would always leave me a note under my pillow if she was going for longer she would like spray my pillow or her perfume so that i didn't miss her and that was always really special something that i hope that i do for my kids someday what is your favorite thing about being a mom <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing about being a mom is watching you guys grow up and make good decisions and be beautiful beautiful people inside and out and see you grow and learn to read and learn to skate and just be awesome just having a little girl gang all the time is like you know my besties hi my name's hannah my name's nina crazy nina though oh my mom's name is karen um my favourite thing to do with my mom is go skating with her. It's very joyful for me. And mine is hanging out with her and reading her a book because after she always cuddles me or gives me like a nice drink. What are you proud of your mom for? I'm proud of my mom for accomplishing skating. <laughs> and um, I'm she's proud very of... good at it. And at first she was like to barely stand up and now she's very good at it. So I'm very proud of her for that. I'm proud of my mom of when she goes skating and sometimes she feels like she's going to fall but she doesn't fall and like it makes me feel re really happy to her because like it's hard to like keep standing up when she's skating. What uh, is something that I've taught you guys that you will carry with you for your whole lives. You have taught me to keep going and trying something that new. Keep trying until you accomplish it. Nice. What about you, Nina? How to read a book. But she also taught me how to peel stickers. She's taught me loads of stuff, technically. Everything she taught me, so that's it. My name is Sarah, and my wonderful mother is called Nina. Um, I'm really excited to be a part of this, so thank you. So the first question I was going to answer was, um, what does she mean to me? And literally like cliche, she's literally everything. Like she's my best friend. I'm so lucky with my relationship with her. Um, we've only gotten closer as we've gotten older as well. Like our relationship has changed as we've changed, which has just been great. And I think it's going to continue to just go from like strengthen over the years. Um, yeah, I'm very lucky. And then my favorite memory, I kind of, I had to answer this one because one really stands out. Um, so when I was four for one of my birthday presents, I think it was, I got a teddy and it was had a voice recording in it. So I said, um, I love my mommy. And my mom said, I love you too, Sarah. And I've literally had that teddy my whole life. It's over there now. But I think when I was like 15, around 15, we noticed that the recording was starting to fade. And we just sat down one day, like, I don't even think it was planned. We were just sitting there and like listening to the teddy and trying to recreate what we sounded like. And it was just, so funny, we were in floods of tears uh, from the laughter. And the recording has since completely faded, but that memory really stands out to me. And I can actually perfectly sound, remember what we both sounded like, because we were just playing it over and over again. Um, so that's definitely a big one. And then um, 
the other question was, what would I thank her for? Um, this one is so hard because there's so many options. Um, I'm living away from home at the moment for the first time. So that's definitely like, absolutely makes the heart go fonder and appreciate like every little bit even more than I already did. Um, but to pick one thing, I'd say her support. Like she's just, I have two older brothers and she's literally just our rock. <laughs> my nanny used to always say, um, she puts her heart and soul into those kids. My auntie told me that recently and I just, I think that sums it up really well because it's exactly what she does. Like she's all, she's just my person. Like something bad happens, one to Una, something good. She's the first person I want to tell. Um, so yeah, I thank her for being that person and for showing us all her love so, so much. The job of mum never stops though, even though they're grown women. Um, the hardest part for me, um, being a mum has been bringing them up over here in Ireland without the support of my Aussie family. That was that was tough. Your favourite thing about being a mum? Getting them to do jobs. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I suppose seeing um, seeing the type of people that they're turning into. Hey everyone, it's Megan again. This morning I read back over the eulogy that myself and my family wrote for my mom's funeral. As I read it, like a million memories came flooding back. I remember standing up at the top of the room and looking at all of the faces that showed up to honor my mom. And I remember being like so pissed off and angry at the people who meant a lot to me that didn't show up to honor my mom. And as time went on, I realized that that actually just came from a place of when my mom died, I realized how valuable she was in this world. And I wanted every single person to stop what they were doing and realize the power and the value that my mom had and as time went on I realized she might not have been the most important person to everyone's life but she was and always will be the most important person to our life. Her funeral day was such a sunny one and the first person I remember locking eyes with as I got out of the funeral car was my friend Martin. I'd just come home from Australia and I felt so unpresent and I hadn't fully really landed into the reality of what was going on. And that look with him was like the moment that just grounded me into the day. and was a look of love and encouragement that we could get through the day and get through the hour that was ahead of us at the crematorium. Yeah, as I read over the eulogy, I just really got brought back to that funeral day and I remember sitting in my little sister Carrie-Anne's room finalising the eulogy that morning and taking out the parts that we needed to take out and Carrie-Anne was literally my mom's person, like she was my mom's best friend. So she added in the final most important words and she sat there and listened to me practising again and again and again and again just saying this eulogy because it had to be perfect. Like I was convinced that this would be the last time we'd all really honour my mum. And now I know that that's not the truth. Like we're still honouring her to this day and her life is something that we'll never stop honouring. Um, I remember standing at the top of the room reading out this passage that was full of memories that I made with my mom, that my sisters and my brother made with my mom, that my stepdad made with her, all of her family and friends. And when it came to the end of the eulogy, I was like, I don't want to stop talking. Like, I just did not want the eulogy or the funeral to end because I was worried that people would stop wanting to hear about my mom. When the truth is, people will always want to hear about her. What I've realized over time is that for anybody who has lost someone, the best gift you can give them is asking about the person that they lost. And it's a permission to allow them to connect to the person they've lost. And for the rest of this episode, I wanna give that gift to some of the people that my mom loved the most. Like I said, this is the closest that we'll get to interviewing my mom. So I hope you all enjoy it. Just thank you to everyone who's about to speak for keeping a part of my mom alive every day. I'm Tanya and I met Anna over 20 years ago when I was still a teenager. She worked behind the bar in the mill house and I was looking for a room to rent. And she offered me a room. The rest was history. 
We're friends forever. My most cherished time that we spent together and the time I think about the most would be in the early part of our friendship, the first year or two. Um, a typical day off for me would be Anna bursting into my room at 7, 7.30 a.m. shouting her rebel songs, usually kinky boots. She'd fling open the window, chuck my blanket and my pillow outside so I couldn't stay asleep and insist I was getting up and coming into town with her to run errands. We'd get the bus as far as Cabra and then we would walk into town and on our walk into town and she would be telling me stories about, you know, the place where she grew up and the people that she knew and her family and her friends. And she would tell me about the new Scottish boyfriend that she was seeing and it was always followed up with a late liquid lunch in some dingy little pub where she knew absolutely everybody. The days that we done this um, and we spent waffling and sharing stories were very influential in my life um, and she became a mother figure to me. The thing I loved most about Anna was her energy. She was, it was infectious. Her laughter and her positivity just brought out the best in people. Hi, my name is Lisa and I would have considered Anna my best friend. I met Anna when we were 12. We started secondary schools together and we went through a lot of life experiences together. I had my daughter quite young and Anna was one of the, the people that stayed around when a lot of my friends didn't want to be saddled down with somebody else's child hanging around. Um, and she was always the first to check in on me, to call, and although I wouldn't have always had the ability to go out, but she always made sure that she called me. Um, I have a load, load, lifetime of memories and all, all great memories. I suppose my daughter, she's now 32 and she has a load of memories too. And one of her fondest memories and one she still talks about was the day she started school and me and Anna looking through the window, checking up on her to make, to make sure she was okay. We shared birthdays around the same time, two days apart, so we would often take the dart out to Bray and sit on the beach with a takeaway and and have a good laugh and a good chill and then we'd head back into town and, and maybe go to the pub. Uh, memories, there's such, so many of them. Um, we went through a lot together. There's not, there wasn't really anything that Annie didn't know about me and, and vice versa. We always had each other's backs. She was always very positive and even throughout her own illness, the strength that she showed and and each time when I, you know, would ring her and I'd be getting upset, she'd be the one consoling me. So the one thing that I really admired her was her strength and her bubbly personality. She, she left a mark on everyone she met through her happiness and her high spirits and her laughter. I'll never ever forget her laughter and I said it was a privilege to have had her in my life and anyone that has met her would say the same. Hi, I'm Paula, Anna's cousin and she wasn't just my cousin, she was my best friend and I was I just absolutely loved this girl, loved her to bits and I'm delighted Megan that you asked me to do this. Jesus, where do I start? She, she was funny. She was crazy. That laugh of hers was just infectious. She was so loyal. And if she was a friend or a family and you had Anne in your corner, my God, 
it was like having Mike Tyson because this this woman would have walked over coal for you. A funny story when she started to learn how to drive, she rang me and asked me would I go out with her in the car. Uh, I was like, yeah, not a problem. So off I trod down to Anna's, we get into the car and she started up and we're going up along Chalera and Roads and she um she conks out at the traffic lights and she's panicking and panicking and I'm going, Oh Anna, don't be worrying. Don't be worrying, it's a bus behind you. Sure he gets paid either way, love. Don't be worrying about him. And two of us are laughing and joking, so off she takes again and we end up in the Mountview car park. And funny enough, don't know what they were doing in it, but we'd be loads of traffic cones. So I jumped out, got traffic cones, and I had them lined up and going around as if the corners. And so Anna's following them, and then I'm saying to her, Right, you have to reverse around them. And uh, needless to say, there was a few damaged uh, cones, but we drove around. We got back into the estate, and she parks aside the house. And I says to her, why are they just leaving the dirt? And she goes, ah, Brian, just take it down and turns it for me so I can just drive out. I was like, uh, just go around. I'll help you, like, reverse and bring the car around. So go goes down a bit. She's miles out from the, the curb. So she's going up and down. And the car ends up, nearly half the car ends up on the path backwards. She's trying to get down, but after about 10, 15 minutes, the two of us laughing and screaming, and she looks at me, she goes, why didn't you get into the front seat and do that for me? And I was like, why would I do that for you? Anna, I can't drive, love. I don't even have a driving license. Well, the fucking laugh out of that girl. The two of us fell out of the car laughing. And she's going with the inhaler and the coffin over when she laughed and she was like you effing if you knew Anna you knew what was to come and she was like I thought you could drive and I'm going no what made you think that she goes because you have me over the last hour and you were like a driving instructor but it's one of the funniest memories that I can take of when she's starting to drive I've loads loads of stories but I'm not not putting them out there but I really really miss her um, I, I'm just, I'm just getting very emotional now because um, there's not a day that goes by I don't think about her and um, our fashion. Oh my God, she loved having our hair done, our sandals. She always had the nicest, prettiest sandals that anybody else had. Our scarves. She loved our scarves, and when she started to get sick doing up our hampers, our Easter hampers and our little Valentine's hampers for the kids and for everyone. And driving was the best thing that Anna could ever do. It was one of the best things. It gave her that little bit of freedom that she needed. The girl had an absolute heart of gold and just, I can't really say anymore because anybody that knew Anna knew what she was how she was and how much she loved you. And I just hope that Anna knows how much people loved her back. People loved her back twice fault. And um, so happy birthday, Anna. And happy Mother's Day for Sunday. You are one of a kind, sweetheart. And I love you. My name is Aaron. 
and I'm remembering my beautiful Auntie Anna. And Anna was more than just an auntie. She was a friend. She was a therapist. She was the healer, the clue. And I can feel her energy around me all the time. I love how she held space for everyone to just be themselves with no judgments or critiques, just a warm acceptance. Because that's who she was and that's what she taught us to be. My name's Drew Dixon, aka Dixie Boy, for those of you that don't know. Um, I first met Anna when I actually had moved over to Ireland and we were living in County Kildare. Brian then moved over to Dublin and used to come through and see us quite a lot. Um, eventually he says, oh, I've met a girl, I want you all to meet her. So he brought her over in Ace to kind of meet the full family and from day dot, my full family absolutely loved her. She just had one of those infectious personalities that was great to be around. Um, one of the funniest things that just I always think about Anna, um, anytime I think of her, this kind of pops into my head. So. I was telling her a story when I was younger that I was in the dentist and he was trying to take the wrong tooth out. Um, and I was like, that's no the right tooth, that's no the right tooth. And I was kind of arguing with the dentist and then he sent me away and let me back in. And goes, actually, you're right, it's, it wasn't the right tooth. Anyway, that story's no important. The important part is Anna just was always like, I can't believe you told the dentist that. I would have just let him take whatever tooth he wanted out. And then for like the next 15 years, every single time I seen her, she'd bring that wee story up. And I just thought it's just funny that they're the things that kind of stick in your mind, the fact that she's always kind of bringing that up. One of my best memories of Anna is I was, uh, I was coming over to Dublin and I met Brian and uh, we'd went out and got a few pints. Uh, usual, went on a bit longer than what it should have. So when we got back to the house, Anna was actually already in her bed. When I woke up in the morning, Brian was away to work and Anna made me a full fry up to help with the hangover and we just sat and spoke for hours and hours and hours. Um, she was just an absolutely amazing person, and honestly, she was just one of those people that just sounds a bit cringy, but just kind of made you feel good about being you, and encouraged you to be yourself. And if anyone that knows me, I'm a bit of a pain in the arse, so having somebody kind of encouraging you to be yourself when you're like me is, is quite good. Um, and obviously, it's just brilliant, like, this woman's brought us so close. My side of the family is so close to, to all the family over there, um, and we're still constantly in contact, which is great. Um, but yeah, sadly missed and gone, but, but not forgotten. Thanks. Hi, my name's Erin and Anna is my stepmom. Although I don't have one distinct special memory about her, all I remember Anna for is how strong and how wise she was. I remember when I used to travel over to Dublin to see my family over there and Anna used to be out the back and I would just sit and speak to Anna about everything. Even though I was only young and not very wise at all, Anna would never treat me as if I didn't know much. She always treated me on level with her and always gave me the time of day, didn't brush me off, always listened to my concerns. And I just loved that. I just loved that there was someone so level-headed and so wise and known so much about life that just listened to me talk absolute rubbish all the time just always gave you the time of day my name is Aaron and Anna to me is my best friend's mother kind of like a second mother to me too I think when I think of Anna what I think of the most is strength and determination because I knew her for her later life and even though she was so medically sick she never let it transfer to like her humour and her strength and her job as a mother. So I've kind of taken that with me. And she was just a very strong 
person in whole. I think my fondest memory with her would be when I stayed in Megan's house in Clonsilla and Megan was upstairs and her mom was being goofy and she creeped up the stairs trying to scare Megan and it was a success and it just reminds me that she always took things so lightly and she she always tried to make the best of the situation which was very beautiful Hi, my name is Jenny. We met when Megan, just after Megan was born, and I was bringing my son Craig up to to stay with them when they lived in Rashini, and we just hit it off, and we remained friends for a long, long time. I had a gazillion favourite memories with Anna. The, the things she used to come out with, she was so funny. I was bringing her to the hospital one day, and I was driving a whole car. I was booting along, wasn't even minding the speed limit. And she said to me, what's the speed limit on this road? I think it's 80. And another time she drove down here and she picked me up and we were driving up that same road. And I said to her, I said, slow down, will you? I said, the limit on this road is 60. Oh, you wagon. I said, what? She said, I've been doing 80 on this road all the time and so many times I've seen speedy cameras. <laughs> I still laugh every time I'm driving up that road when I think of it. Things she taught me is live life to the full. You can't change the past, so don't dwell on it. And live every day like it's your last. And we valued our friendship, although we had our ups and our downs. She was my go-to person. And I just miss her so much. And life just isn't the same. Hello, my name is Mick Bourne. I lived with Anna for five years. We had three beautiful children. My favourite memory of Anna, Jesus, I don't even know where to start. She was that funny and she was a great person. And she was always there for me through the ups and downs. And she taught me that life is meant to be lived. Life is meant to be lived. And enjoy it every day. Just don't take it for granted. Just just enjoy life and enjoy our family and enjoy our friends. And I really miss her. I just hope I meet her again someday. Hi, my name is Anna McMahon. Uh, my mother was Anna McMahon. She sadly passed away three years ago. Um, we had some very good memories with my mom. She was always such a lovely, uh, giddy person, always laughing, very caring person. Um, obviously this time of year with her birthday just there yesterday and Mother's Day just around the corner on Sunday we're always thinking about her um, but yeah we have some really good memories with my mum uh, I was the golden boy so I could never do much wrong My little sister Brianna is about to speak and before she does I'm going to insert a clip of some questions that she answered a month after my mum passed away so she's 10 now and this recording is from when she was 7 and what did you love most about mum? Mm -hmm. or what do you love most about mum? that she's nice and that she's not mean and, what? and she would stick up for her family and how did she show you that she loved you? by being nice and not hitting me or anything like that because she's still part of our family and now this is a clip that Brianna recorded this morning. Hello, my name is Brianna. My favourite memory with her was um, I had a bottle when I was younger and I went to sleep with it and my mum thought that my dad peed the bed and so he got in a lot of trouble. Something that she taught me was like to never be like scared. So when I was younger, she used to just, she wouldn't go to sleep until she knew I was asleep because I used to always have bad dreams. So she used to just say, say I'm gonna have good dreams three times and then I eventually fall asleep and then she wouldn't go to bed until I was asleep. 
and she's protect me. Um, I love the thing I love most about her was that she was caring for animals, and she was just an amazing person. Hi, how you all doing there? Ryan Walker is my name. I've been asked by Megan to say a few words about Anna, uh, my wife, mother of my children. Unfortunately, she was dealt a bad hand in later life. As you all know, I'm not a, I'm not a good man for the old sentimental words, you know. Um, I've got too many memories, too many good stories about Anna to bog this podcast up. Listen, she was a happy-go-lucky person, uh, kind, loving. It came to her children. She was no shrinking violet. She was upset, or them upset. Jesus, they were in for it, you know. So, um, listen, all, all the kids, these are a credit to her, and uh, I'm super proud of these all, honestly, God. So. That's a testament to Anna and uh, the way she, she brought you up. And uh, listen, if I've learned that in life, so what I am to Anna is uh, treat every day as it's your last and, and just have a happy go lucky life. And please God, we all keep good health. Thanks a million. My name's Carrie-Anne and I'm going to be remembering my mum. My favourite memory of my mum would have to be our movie days. We had so many of them, but there's just something that I'll cherish forever. And... Whenever I would sit down and watch a movie with Brianna, I just, I can picture me and my mum watching movies and having the chats and giggles and just having loads of munchies and yeah, that was probably my favourite memory or when my mum learned how to drive, we'd go on little drives and play music so loud and just sing until I couldn't even hear myself think. My mum taught me so many lessons that I'll carry on to this day. When she was sick, my mum taught me to never give up and to always find the best in every situation. What I loved most about my mum was her willingness to help anyone that she ever came across. She was the most loving person ever and I think I'll carry that on throughout until the day I die as well. The woman that we're all speaking about is obviously my mum too and anticipatory grief is something that I didn't know was a thing but it's something that I experienced big time. My mum was sick for a long time and I remember being like 15 or 16 and saying goodbye to her in her hospital room and sitting in the corridors in the hospital coming to terms with the fact that my mum was going to die. Only for her fight to grow stronger and for her to come out the other side of it and be back up kicking again. I didn't realise it but the sicker my mum got the more emotionally detached I became because I was so afraid of the pain that would come with having to be in the hospital room again saying goodbye to her and it just so happened that the final time that we were called into the hospital room to say goodbye I was on the other side of the world. I had a long 24 hours of travelling home from Australia that was full of a lot of tears, a lot of regret, a lot of love and it was full of reflection. And in that time, I realised that my mum was actually the most important person and the one who mattered most to me. My mum knew me better than I knew myself. She saw me for my absolute worst and still chose to love me. And she was consistent. No matter how much I pulled away from her, for whatever reason, I could always come back. And my favourite thing about her was her empathy and her curiosity and her ability to have unfiltered, honest conversations. And one thing that was consistent in our relationship was how much love and connection there was. My mum would ask me questions about sex and drugs, my depression, my eating disorders, my best friends, the most recent gossip, and every conversation felt safe. She set the standard of what it meant to be a good human, and what she taught me was how much power exists in human connection and giving people a space to feel seen as who they truly are and love them anyway. That's something I want to carry on for my mum. And thank you all so much for listening to this episode and giving my mum's memory and her legacy a space to be heard because she deserves that as much as anybody else. My mum had a lot of time for a lot of people and once you were in her heart 
or in her circle you weren't going anywhere and you lived there forever and this episode has really showed me and reminded me that my mom also has a place in a lot of people's hearts my sister Laura and my niece Grace is someone that my mom also adored. They couldn't be a part of this episode as, lo- as well as so many other people who couldn't be a part of this episode, but have just as much love for my mom. So yeah, just thank you to everybody who spoke in this episode, whether it was about your own mom or your journey of being a mom or whether it was about my mom. Just thank you all so much. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. I'm gonna end this episode with the person who matters most to me, my mom. These are a few videos that she recorded of Brianna that we're lucky to have her voice and her laugh in. You're welcome, baby. Mom, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you too. Mom, that's a really good. The best boy, isn't he? You're not going to cry anymore. Don't do that. <laughs> I said, don't laugh. I'm sorry. 